Blog Talk Radio. a G, PG, or even an R-rated show. So, bad language, bodily function, dirty talk of any kind might offend you. This is not the show for you. Desperate House Witches is brought to you by the amazingly wicked one herself, the incredible Dorothy Marson. Please check out wickedwitchstudios.com for your witching needs. Don't forget, the 2024 Home Blessing Ornaments are on sale now. Go get them. You can only buy them through the social media links for Wicked Witch Studios on Facebook. Tell Dorothy that Raina sent you. Okay, I'm so excited. I have actually two people with me today. My ride or die, Dr. Deborah Burris, who Hi. is a lover of Christmas. Hi, yes, hello. And my, I'm so excited to have this lady on. I have been waiting to have this lady on for almost, actually it's over a year. The incredible fairy princess herself of Pastel Rainbow Unicorns and Manifestation, the incredible Pamela Chen. Hey, Pam. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. You are so amazing. The energy that comes off of you is, like, the most incredible stuff in the world. I saw you do a Llewellyn Con uh, over a year ago, and I was like, oh, my God. She is a Manifestation Princess. She is a giver goddess. I adore her. So I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so, 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 so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here, too. Yay! Okay, so not only are you an author, not only are you a tarot creator of multiples, actually, and an artist, you are also a life coach, a business coach, and and an entrepreneur of the highest order. I don't know how I'm going to squeeze all of this in, but I'm going to try. (laughs) (laughs) So Pamela has been on the scene for a while. She, um, she's a Reiki, oh, in addition, she's a Reiki master, a healer, a teacher, also created the Witchling Academy Tarot and the Crystal Unicorn Tarot, um, but I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll talk about everything you want to talk about, but I must <laughs> admit, I am I'm super, super, duper interested in your manifestation practice and, and the fact that you actually teach people how to manifest great business and great lives. Wow. How the hell did you get there? <laughs> well, manifestation and talking about money and wealth is a big mission for me to bring it to the masses because I found on my journey, even myself, there were a lot of blocks and uh, negative energies around money. People don't like money or they think they don't need it. And I just want to kind of turn that, make money really fun and really easy. I actually was very poor. I moved out at a really young age at 16, 17, and so trying to go to school and working, you know, $5 minimum wages, that was pretty hard while trying to pay for rent. (laughs) So I used to go to a lot of psychics (laughs) trying to figure out my life. And one of the psychics, she was a witch, and she taught us our first money spell and manifestation spell, and I just remember it worked. And ever since then, i just been playing with magic, playing with money manifestation. So a lot of things I teach about magic is about money because that's what I use to manifest better jobs after. Um, I decided yeah. not to, you know, go to college because I didn't have the money for college. So I just worked a lot of jobs, but I, man- I was able to manifest really good jobs 
And I was kind of hustling, though, you know, working four jobs, just, like, working, working, working. And I really wanted to do something with, you know, healing magic online. 2010, when I actually started trying to do something with my business, and back then, magic, tarot, you know, witch, all of these things were not out in the open yet. It was still kind of in the closet. And so my coaches at that time told me that I, I, I can't teach magic, basically. They said it's not going to sell. So I tried to do other things like confidence or something. <laughs> it didn't work out, obviously, yeah. because, yeah, it wasn't my well, passion. And it wasn't right. until the Crystal Unicorn Tarot launched my self-published deck um, that I started being like the Crystal Magic Coach. And this is like way after. This is 2018. And so throughout those years, I was just, you know, trying to play with magic, trying to do mindsets and learning everything that I can and testing it out on myself and a few of my friends. And, and when Crystal Unicorn Tarot came out, I was like the crystal magic coach, and it worked. At that time, magic was coming out in the open. And so really from there, I just kind of followed what I was, you could say what I was passionate about and excited about and started creating programs for other people. I took a lot of business, a lot of business programs, and I was still working at my job. I, I, was, I'm a, I was a dealer in the casino at Las Vegas, and it was good. I loved it. I, I like to gamble, and I love being a dealer, and I was building my business on the side, so it felt really good. And I started getting uh, contracts with Llewellyn, too. And so all of these things, happened at the same time, and I didn't want to teach business, actually. I didn't want to be a business coach because I didn't think I was good enough. I was only making $1,000 on my business, and but I, I was able to help uh, a few of my colleagues actually have incredible sales. They had incredible launches, and everybody was telling yeah. me to be a business coach. And so I finally just said, okay, yes, and you know, created a program, rolled it out, and ever since then, it has been pretty good. That's amazing. I love that. You know, every time I see you speak, you're so positive, and you always talk about true intention. And I think Mm -hmm. when it comes to money, we have such blocks about it. But you were like at the center of where a lot of money can be won or lost. You know, being a dealer in Las Vegas, so you were probably keyed in to people with the good energy, the right energy to to make winning manifest, or you probably could spot somebody right away when you knew that they really were not focused and probably not going to have a great win that night, huh? Yeah, and I think also for me, because for a while I I was, you know, I didn't have money, so I worked hard for money. And then it was like I kept yeah. charging on my credit card, and I was, you know, yep. in debt. And so I ignored money yep. and found out that that wasn't uh, the way to go. So a lot of the challenges yeah. and a lot of the solutions that I'm providing for my clients through practical and magic is something that I've personally been through, that I know it works. And it's not just about you know, staying positive and having a positive mindset, it is really important. But I also really do remind our clients when you are feeling sad or angry or frustrated, it's not that you're low vibe and you won't attract money. It's just there's something that your soul is telling you that is off, that you're off your path, and you need to realign. It's not a bad thing, actually, to be sad or mad. I I definitely feel those feelings and it's just a reminder that we need to change something about our lives to get back into the higher frequencies to attract what we want. I'm so glad you said that because so many times in magical practice we're told that if something isn't happening it's because we're not doing it correctly or we're just plain wrong. So I love the fact that you say things like no there's you're totally normal it's okay Mm -hmm. Um, but you do, but there is something that needs to be adjusted or looked at or changed. But it's, it's again, not in a way of, well, you're failing because you didn't this or you didn't that. And I love that approach. And it's a really rare approach I am finding <laughs> out. So, I mean, it's true. A lot of the time in magic we're told, 
you know, well, if you if this didn't manifest, it's because you didn't do it right. And I hate gatekeeping. <laughs> I hate shit like that. Yeah. And I hate people come across like, I know everything and you know nothing. Um, I think you take people's good points and good energies and teach them how to expand upon them. And I love that message. Now, you can call me toxic positivity all day long, but I'd rather be positive than negative because I've had so much negativity in my life. And like you, I came from a place of not having. I came from a place where, you know, I was in a relationship where basically we were on welfare and it was a really miserable existence for the number of years that I stayed in that relationship. Fortunately, it did end. And in a more positive setting, I was able to create a more positive life. Now, is everything perfect? No. But everything's not meant to be perfect. But you should have a life of abundance. It's not – I find that a lot of folks, especially magical folks, are like, well, everything should be free or everything should be cheap or, you know, there's a stigma about having money. There's the stigma about wanting money. Why do we keep tripping ourselves up with those ideas about money, do you think? I think it's just a a past collective uh, expression that was brought on to us from, you know, the teachings of what the – so we're calling it cycles. Right now we're in – since 2012, I don't know if you felt it, but we're in a totally different cycle. And so in the previous cycle, money was only for, you know, the 1%, really. We weren't able to tap into riches. It was very hard. And and there was there was a lot of suffering going on back then, and I think now we're in a different cycle. We're in a different ascension energy, and so everything is available for anyone who is ready to say yes to it. So I think now it, we can have a really different perspective of money, and we can really manifest money in a really different way that is easier. And I just think if I can do it. Right, like I don't. I wasn't brought up learning about money. Nobody taught me about money or business. Nobody. It wasn't brought, you know, brought down from my family. I actually went out and learned it myself, which is available for everybody right now. And even even yeah. being an author, I I couldn't finish like one semester of college because I didn't have the money for it. And so I went to school in Hawaii too, and I don't remember writing an essay. Everything I learned about writing was actually through writing emails for business and post copies. So I think anybody can do anything they put their mind to. They just have to do it, though. I think that's the thing, like getting out, like you starting the podcast probably, right? You you have to do it. Yeah, Yeah, you kind of just have to make up your mind that you're going to start somewhere and do it. But I'm so envious because, I would love to be able to write a book. I do not have that skill set. I'm a talker, not a writer. Um, so, but I love talking to folks, and I love learning about folks and the way they do things because it gives me a new insight, a new way to do things in my own life. You know, so when I saw you at the Llewellyn Con, I was like, wow, she's amazing. First of all, okay, don't listen for a second. She's gorgeous. And she is a complete fairy princess. I do not care what anybody says. If you ever see her, she is a stunner. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but your whole, your whole way of expressing yourself is so – it's not with a bat over the head. It's, it's calm. It's soothing. It's, I don't want to say gentle because I think gentle is a little bit misleading you're very mm. firm and direct about what it is people need to do, but mm-hmm. it's not with a battering ram. It's kindness <laughs> that you do. And I, I just felt immediately drawn into that energy and thinking, mm. I could use more of that energy in my life and to discover uh, in myself, actually. So I'm really appreciative of how you are, how you present um, I do want to talk some about crystal magic. I do want to talk some about the the Tarot of the Owls, which is a yeah. gorgeous deck. Oh, my God. I mean, I'll talk about whichever one you want to talk about first, but 
just tell me what you want to talk about next, and and we'll go there. Because <laughs> I just so yeah, happy you're we here. could we could totally start with the um, crystal magic book because that the crystals were really where I first got started in my business. It activated everything for me. So tell me first. I, I need to ask you this question because. And you can tell me you don't want to talk about it if you don't want to, but did you have a magical practice before you started, like, writing for Llewellyn and creating decks and all of the things that you do now? Were you actively involved in magic? Did that come to you later? Do you consider yourself a witch? I want to know more about you. Yeah, I actually did. So for a while, I did magic on and off like in the early 2000s. Um, And then when I got really sick in 2018, that's when like I went deep into energy, magic, manifestation, and mindset. Um, They told me that I had a chronic illness and I couldn't even go to work for nine months. And it did lead me to a holistic doctor that we did physical stuff. But I really do think I owe it all to manifestation energy and magic because after nine months I was not I I was not chronic anymore I didn't even have the illness anymore and that was during actually the time of creating crystal unicorn and so after that I really made sure that I had you know a solid magical practice every single day and of course it grew and expanded from that and that was that was before I wrote for Llewellyn yes Wow. So do you consider yourself a witch? Yes, I do. I actually consider myself many things. I think we're multidimensional. <laughs> so yeah. you, you, you can tell I'm multi-passionate. So I do consider myself a witch. Definitely a money witch because most of my spells and rituals and magic is all about money. <laughs> That's great, though. I think it's wonderful to have a specialty or an area of expertise. You know, a lot of us are just yeah kind of generic witches and it's like you know we're we're good we can we can take care of certain things certain aspects of our lives sometimes we you know i i love having people like you on because it's encouraging um to know that we can do better for ourselves for our loved ones for our community i think it's all important that it all ties together but i i just find your personality so uplifting and that's why I wanted you on so badly. I'm like, oh, my God, I need somebody like this in my life. <laughs> so I was really happy when you were like, yeah, beyond, why not? Let's do it, <laughs> which was great. But I love the book because the book is really thorough. And, again, it's, it's thorough enough without being like an encyclopedia around your neck. Um, you know, again, you're very directed and and really straight up with your intentions. And I've learned a lot about intention from you. And I learned, you know, because a lot of the time we're told that when you manifest, it has to be 100% specific. Like if you don't have it down to the exact cent or point, then it's just not going to work. But you talk about range. You talk about, you know, it's, you don't necessarily have to get a job sell. Like you, you can also, instead of focusing on that, focus on what do you need, what do you want, what would make you comfortable to live. And I just found that such a refreshing approach. How did you come upon that? I think because I've worked with so many clients. So that book was actually created because – I had a crystal, well, I still have a crystal boutique, but my business partner is running it on Instagram, Luna Prosperity. And cool. so many clients ask us the same questions over and over and over again. So that's what really oh. created the book. Yeah, because I, it was already like kind of like an inner wisdom magic thing. I already knew all of, all of it. There was really no research involved because, you know, we go to the crystal shows, we talk to the vendors, we talk to the people who own the caves, we talk to them about, about energy, about all these things. So it was really fun creating that book. And I know, I also know that we are all very different, very different in our energies. And some people manifest 
really, really well with specific intentions. But actually, some people get really stressed out <laughs> if there are specific intentions in there, and they actually manifest yeah. better with, like, feeling or just the overall. And I, I, I do do specific mostly, but I also yeah. open myself to miracles from the universe because that's really what manifestations yeah. are. When you manifest something, it's going to be better than what you expect it to be. So you have to leave room for the universe to gift you with that. I love that. That to me is my favorite part. And that, the other thing I love that you say is you, it's okay to say you love money. It's all right yeah. to draw it in that yeah. way. And it's almost like you're giving permission because, quite frankly, I think a lot of us need permission because of the negativity that was surrounding us uh, about money from the bad programming. Like, you know, in my family, it was like you didn't talk right. about money, you didn't have money, you, you didn't call attention to money, you didn't, you know, you had to be worthy of money as if certain people. And I think that's how we got into this place where, there is such a 1% because so many of us are taught that wanting money seems or nasty or mm -hmm. you, you, have to, you have to deserve it or earn it or somehow be above everybody else to be worthy of it. And that's not true at all, is it? No, not, not true at all. And I think it's more than just like the amount of money. So when I help my clients manifest, you know, to fill up their programs, to fill up their income goals. It's not, I want that yeah. 100000 but it's what that 100000 can do for you. And instead of focusing on the number of uh, income, then we can focus on the number of clients that they can serve, right, being of service. How many yeah. clients do you want to change? Like, how many lives do you want to change this month? And that really helps my clients get more clients because they are of service. And make sure you do have a why behind your money. So if you do want $100,000, why? Like where is all of this money going to go? Because money loves direction, right? And I, I only think money helps you express fully who you are. So let's just say you want to wear this or have that color hair or, or do this, but it's dictated by money. If you don't have enough money for this experience or that thing, then you don't buy it, right? So then you aren't right. expressing who you are. So that's the way that I approach it, too. I love that. That's just so amazing. And it's so different. Again, it doesn't have any of the stigma. It doesn't have any of the negativity. It's everything that people have always put on it, but the best parts of it. Like, imagine what you can do. Oh, it's so much better. It's such yeah. a better approach, I think, for everybody, because it really destigmatizes money and the desire for it. And it, it just shows that, you know, if you're depending on your intention, obviously, I'm sure that also helps whether or not you achieve that goal. But it is more goal oriented. What can you do? How can you serve? Uh, what are the benefits to you being in charge of this particular amount? What would you do to help your family or the people around you or people that need help that don't, that don't have the ability to manifest? And I just think it's such a lovely, and I think all of your approaches to everything are lovely. So, I mean, that's just me. Well, I, I was going to say, it, it sounds a lot more healthy than the approach that we were raised with, Raina. <laughs> Because I was thinking, and I'm sorry I had to hop off, and it's a long story. It's about money, though. Um, it was, um, you know, we were raised, and, and I was thinking about as you were talking about how, oh, we don't deserve this. I think w female presenting people a lot of times are told, oh, mm -hmm. you shouldn't be talking about that. You shouldn't want certain right. things either, right? you know, and I think a lot of that, at least for me, goes all the way back to like some pretty significantly ingrained religious trauma because on the one hand, yeah. you shouldn't want it, but then on the other hand, if you don't get it, you're not good enough. Right. And so I think your approach is so much more healthy. I'm, I'm sitting here making notes while you're talking thinking, <laughs> ooh, I need to try that. So that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. I, I really, I really do believe that money is just energy. Money is just energy, and how can we hate a piece of paper, right? <laughs> it's just a piece of paper, right. and I think it's just 
our own beliefs around um, having money and earning money. And if we can change everything, if we're not stuck in the past, like however much money you've made before or have in your bank account doesn't determine how much money you can have in the future, right? I've actually right. from Llewellyn Con, one of my um, business clients, she had there, she was broke, and she did my citrine spell or something from Llewellyn Con, and she said she manifested enough money to pay for my program, and then on the first week of uh, being in the program, she manifested $10,000 from her business. It was crazy. Wow. I love that. Yeah. That's the kind of, that's the kind of feedback and the kind of energy that just makes your business grow more because the more successes your clients have, the more successful you become because that all reflects back on you energetically, doesn't it? Yeah, actually, in my manifestations, I do, I, I write my clients in. <laughs> I think immediately when That's they awesome. sign up to work with me, they get money. So I do write my clients in because I really do. Can you imagine if all of the, you know, billionaires were like witches, healers, magicians, and how amazing the yeah. world would be, right? Oh, it would be yeah. fantastic. I know. I yeah, just, no they're not. <laughs> But, you know, I still find that people have this ingrained resistance. That's, it's really hard for some folks to come overcome a lot of that negativity. Do you have like a, a ritual or um, an affirmation that you encourage people to use to get past that negativity? Yes, and what I'm going to say is that there's going to be new negativity negativity coming to you every single day, new programming from everywhere. So it is in our best interest to actually clear every single day. I do have a 21-day manifestation method that I teach in my manifesting um, program. And what it does, it allows you to first clear. So the steps are really simple. Um, I give in detail about exactly how I do it, but it's really just clearing. So clearing your mindset, whatever you have to do to that, whether it's writing it on a piece of paper or burning it. I teach them EFT, which is tapping, which is very powerful mm-hmm. um, that I love to do, or some kind of meditation for release. And then it's, I like to write my manifestation as if it has already happened every single day, and I send that out into the universe through visualization and energy. My business partner actually created, she downloaded um, an energetic modality, so we use the, the energy to send and manifest also. And sometimes I'll light a candle or two depending daily if not i definitely do a big ritual before launches and stuff and affirmations i do have the affirmation that i will write for each launch and i'll say it every single day and i have i have it on like a whole sheet of paper with like when the clients are coming in and i have all my crystals on it and like the stick from mount shasta <laughs> so whatever you wow, can create for that's awesome feels really good I think that is the that is the most important part. Like, if you were already that person, what would you be doing? Would you be doing morning practices? Would you be doing – sometimes I do kundalini. Would you be doing these things if you were already that person? So we have to make choices aligned to who we desire to be and not who we are now. And I think that's why a lot of people do get scared, you know, to go on Instagram or to start their business, and they don't feel aligned on social media, and that's because they're aligning to who they are now. But if they were that person, they were that leader, that visionary, that creator who's already had three book contracts and maybe a really successful business, wouldn't you go on social media and share your stuff with confidence, right? So we just have to make sure we're aligning to the right version of ourselves. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah, be who you yeah. want to become, not who you are now. I love that. That's really yeah, that's powerful amazing. stuff. I mean, isn't that incredible, Deborah? I swear. Yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing. And, and I'm sitting here thinking, okay, you know this because you train your horses for where you want to be, not where you are now. And I'm like, why didn't I think to apply that? <laughs> yeah, you know, this is through a lot right? of my clients because – 
I do teach people to sell really heart-centered through social media, and a lot of them are like, well, I'm not aligned to Instagram. And I'm like, well, is it where you are now or where you are going to be at, right? So the alignment thing, I think a lot of people are saying I'm not aligned because they're aligning to the wrong thing at a lot of times. Wow. Yeah, no, it's true. But the, but the way you do it and the way you guide is just, it's very unique, and I, I just hope folks get a chance to experience it. And I would highly encourage um, anybody to follow Pamela Chen, uh, not in person because that would be creepy, uh, but <laughs> on the social medias and the website. I mean, seriously, because I, I, I find you to be, like, it's very rare that I meet somebody who I can consider, like, a radiant form of light. I've only met a couple of other people in my entire life that I can say that about. One was very recently. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's just, you just have this magnetism. And I I really believe that anyone who, I mean, check out the Llewellyn Con, the the one from last year, if you want to see what I'm talking about as far as Pamela's approach. Um, It's just, wonderful and kind and kind of intense at the same time, if I can say that. (laughs) Please don't be offended. Um, But it's true because you are direct, but you you deliver. It's the the brass knuckle and the velvet glove approach that I love. (laughs) (laughs) But I knew that. I knew, I knew Deborah would want to be on because Deborah deals a lot in the creation of, and I just mm-hmm. thought she would find this, you know, fascinating, and, and obviously your book is fascinating. Um, but I wanted to ask you about your favorite crystals and what you recommend folks who are just starting out uh, with their interest in crystals, what you suggest they, they look into first. Yeah, so my favorite crystal right now that I got from the most recent crystal show is Green Epidote on Quartz, and it's only oh, only wow. one mine in Turkey has this. So they, they grow together. So I got a really nice piece from – we kind of went late to the crystal show, so they only had a few left, but I got a really nice piece. And so that's my favorite crystal right now, like on my desk. Um, I usually work with uh-huh. citrine a lot, of course, because abundance. And if you're just starting out, I, I suggest amethyst. Amethyst is great for many things, for protection, for opening your intuition, for manifestation I like to use it for. Um, quartz, because quartz is a master healer, and it can amplify any other crystal. And if you're doing a spell and you don't have the crystal you need, you can use this quartz. Um, rose quartz is definitely one of my favorites. Too, not because it's pink, but also it promotes self-confidence and self-love. And we can always use that, right? We can always use some self-love. For sure. And, of course, oh. abundance, abundance would be citrine. And it also gives you a really bright energy to the citrine. Uh, I'm, I'm love that you I, mentioned quartz because I yes, live not yes. too far from the, the Arkansas vein of quartz crystals. I love Arkansas quartz. They're the best. Yes, I, we go mine it regularly. <laughs> wow. Yeah, most of our quartz that we buy for our, our shop is Arkansas quartz because yeah. I, I, I believe it has, like, the highest energy. Yes, and I've heard that. We live – my boyfriend and his wife have a business. They're actually vending today that they we all go mine crystals, and they wow. use the crystal, we use the crystal points in our art. So That's I'm actually crazy. sitting here with a piece of it, you know, sitting right by my phone actually right now. So. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And most recently, uh, me and my business partner, Alex, we actually spoke at Disclosure Fest, Stairways to the Stars in Las Vegas, and we did um, oh. a mass meditation with, like, the owner, hosted, the, the founder hosted a mass meditation on 11-11. It was, like, thousands of people in person at Disclosure Fest, and we, and we sent all of this energy to grid in the new earth and to grid in Las Vegas, and, and we sent it all to these crystals, too, that he had in the middle, and then everybody got to grab a crystal. It was really Ooh, cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing about Deborah's crystals, Deborah's Arkansas crystals, is the fact that 
she literally pulls them out of the ground herself. So it's like at the point that I, that I get a crystal from Deborah, it's only been touched by one person, which I love. Yes. yes. Or maybe two. If, if, <laughs> maybe two. Well, yeah, depending on depending on if you pulled it out, ground, pulled it out yeah. or correct. Yeah. But yeah, I, we're very know, lucky idea, here. To, yeah, you know, it's, are, it's, it's very. Are. We're very lucky because it's funny to me that you know I literally have buckets and buckets of of quartz crystals in my house, you know, because we can just wow. go anytime and mine them. So, and I and and what you said about being a master healer, and you know, Joel always uses that reference when people ask about it, and I love mm-hmm. the idea that it's a it's a a good all purpose crystal you know if you don't have what you need arkansas quartz will stand in for that so that makes me really happy yeah you know they actually i don't know if they're trying to help me ascend or they don't love me but i have these like big clusters of quartz and they cut me all the time oh yes (laughs) i accidentally like step step on them or i don't know what happens or they cut my hands all the time yeah, that's my. Uh, he always yeah. tells me that means that's yours to keep because I have a big piece oh. right here on my altar. We were backpacking out of the place where we mine crystals, and it's like a two mile hike out, and we wow. were carrying carrying this big cluster, and I cut myself, and I didn't wow. realize it until we got to the car. And he's like, "Nope, that one's yours to keep. You need to keep that one because uh, you got your yeah. blood." So, got yeah, it. That's okay, making it more much. powerful. Yeah, got that's it. very much akin to when you get a new blade. And you blood the blade, so the blade knows that you are the person in charge of it. And oh, it's the same right. thing with the crystal. If it cuts That's you, it wants yeah. part of you, and you are now a part of it. And that is how the joining begins. I love that. Wow. <laughs> Thank right. you, I Court. did the same thing yeah. with a big piece of uh, hourglass selenite I got. We just went to Oklahoma, the the polycule girls all went to Oklahoma and we dug hourglass selenite out mm. of the Great Salt Plains and I cut myself on one piece of it and I'm like, that one I've got to keep. So. <laughs> yes, yep. wow. Yeah. Energetically, um, materials will claim they're human as much as mm-hmm. we claim them. So yeah, mm-hmm. pretty cool thing. So yeah, oh my God, this is so much fun. Okay, mm-hmm. so... <laughs> And we'll we'll wrap up we'll wrap up today's conversation with more about your business because I want to encourage people to, you know, get on board with you for your business and, and learn about it. But I want to talk about Wisdom of the Owls. Oh my god, it is so gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, I've got really lucky with um my artist um being Elizabeth Alba. She did the um everyday mm-hmm. witches tarot. And a bunch of other stuff. So that was actually a manifestation. I was working on another deck. I forgot what the theme was. I was trying to work on another deck. And all of a sudden, I had, like, this epiphany. Why isn't there an owl deck? (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to make an owl. I was like, why isn't there an owl deck? There's owls in, like, every deck, right? The moon, at least. There's an owl in almost every tarot deck. There's not an owl deck. And so I just I just dove in, and in three days, I wrote out the 78-card description and the proposal. And wow. then, um, wow. And then, yeah, yeah, it was really fast. It was like three days, and, you know, the other deck I was working on for like three months. <laughs> and so I submitted. Um, I submitted to Llewellyn, and uh, I – I knew Elizabeth Alba because we did giveaways together, and I love her. I love her work, and I knew that she worked with Llewellyn. So I, I, I think I shared something of hers that week, and she's like, "Thank you so much for sharing." And I was like, "Yeah, I actually submitted um, Owl Tarot to Llewellyn, and I hope they asked you to be my artist." And she was like, "I want to do it. I would love to be your artist." So I messaged Barbara Moore because she's my project director, and I said, "Barb." Um, Elizabeth wants to be the artist for this. And she's like, no freaking way, because I guess Elizabeth just had a baby, so she was taking a break. And so Llewellyn loved her. And so when she said she would be my artist, then Llewellyn came back and said, okay, if Elizabeth is your artist, then you get the contract. (laughs) Oh, 
Oh, wow. That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. That is so, so that's how that Congratulations. Oh Thank you. Yeah. So, so I, 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 I was just yeah, going to ask sorry. you because this is, this is, no, no, you're wonderful. Um, so is this your second tarot deck or your third? So Crystal Unicorn Tarot was self-published. And then Witchling uh-huh. Academy Tarot was my first one with Llewellyn. Um, Carol of the uh-huh. Owls is my third. And I okay. have a book coming out next year with Llewellyn. It's oh. the Mandarin oh. Tree, Joy, Manifesting uh-huh. Joy, Luck, and Abundance with uh, two Asian American mystics. Um, I have another steampunk fairy tarot coming out with Llewellyn in 2025. And I actually uh-huh. have two decks coming out with Hay House in the future. Cool. Where do you have the time to do this? Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, I, I feel like I work in flow, so that's what I teach my clients too. Like, you know when, and I'm sure, I'm sure you guys feel this, when you just have that idea or inspiration, instead of just like waiting on it, you, you act on it and you go for mm-hmm. it. You do it then. And so it actually becomes faster even though if I'm typing for like six hours it seems like everything gets done you know it doesn't seem that hard because even though I am working hard but it's like I'm in flow and there will be times when you're not in flow and you don't do anything and that's okay but I I make sure that when I am in flow I I do something about it yes absolutely I have not that yeah I have not that is exactly how I work I'm sorry yeah <laughs> I have not been swollen. That's uh, uh, no, <laughs> not me. So that's exactly. I, I like you said that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's well. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. That would be great if I could flow like that. But I find myself talking myself out of shit. It's like you don't have time. You're too tired. You got other things to do, and I keep denying myself the stuff I like to do for the stuff I feel like I have to do. So I feel like my approach to life is kind of fucked up right now, and I need to switch that shit up. I tell my it's a it's a basic of learning type stuff though because if your students like when because I'm a university professor. If my students are like vapor locked, which is what it sounds like you feel like you are a lot of times, Raina. You need to yep. go. You need to leave it and go do something that you enjoy, and that makes you feel good, and that you want to do. For I mean, I'm not saying spend a year on it, but spend fifteen, <laughs> twenty minutes, an hour, and then you'll come back to whatever it was that you have to do, and you'll be a lot more productive and efficient, and you'll get stuff done because you gave yourself time to kind of decompress. And and that's a I forget what I think that's called interleaving or something like that with our students because that's one of the science of learning methods and it it does work because that's how I do stuff you know I'll work on oh. like if I've got a deadline I'll work on stuff but if I start feeling like sludgy as I call it like you're just mired down I'll put it down and yeah. I'll spend half a day out riding my horses or doing something else and then when I come back to it. I feel like I'm ready to move forward again. I've heard of that before, too. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, If you're also scared, I think a a lot of people are scared to start and scared of failing, right? Like, what if I put in all of this effort and time and money and it doesn't work? And so that is a mindset. That is a belief to be worked on. And I felt so many times. <laughs> uh, I tried to build so many businesses. I tried to – I actually tried to create a tarot card a long time ago, but it wasn't even a full deck. It was like 20 decks. I don't know what I was thinking. Obviously, it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> but you just have to – I feel like if you can change um, the word failure to just like learning and refining – then you get to yeah. expand with every every single time you sell. Like if I sell, I'm like, that's great. Then that means next time is going to be better. Yeah, you're right. I know. Well, I, I'm you gonna... know, it's also it's a point where I'm older now, like a lot older now, and I'm slowing down. I'm 62, so I'm slowing down, and I'm I'm starting to to think about. Well, what happens after my day job stops? Because there is going to be a point mm. where I'm going to be like, fuck these people, I don't want to do this shit anymore. And I'm yeah. in the service industry. 
So, right. you know, and I love what I do and I love who I do it for, but there's, there's a, there's a, a life expectancy to everything. And I do want to think more about manifestation for the future and, and all the things that go with that. So I feel like, Deborah, what you said made a lot of sense. I kind of need to just give myself a break and allow some of that joy without worrying yeah. about the guilt I feel for not doing well. Well, and I'm going to I'm gonna turn some of you back. You, your advice to me back on you. <laughs> you oh, would shit. not allow me. I, I, yeah, you would. <laughs> you would not allow me to speak about my projects like that. So I'm telling you, you you. I'm telling you what you would tell me. So there you go. You're you're a big part of the reason that my book got written. So so there you go. Uh, all right, all right. I got I got slapped with the two by four of. Hey, this is the shit you said. So why don't you live by some of what you're saying? So yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, we right. have <laughs> That's what friends see, but, are for. See, my friends, I know, but see, that's the whole thing. So your friends will smack you with the two-by-four of reality. When I when I come into the space of somebody like you, Pamela, it's like, oh, okay, this person is, is, has a different kind of – and listen, I need to be smacked with a two-by-four. It is very true. But, well, that, that was the brass know. knuckles, and she's giving you the velvet gloves. So I gave you the two-by-four, yeah, and she's going to wrap it in that, bubble wrap for you. That's right. That's right. Pamela will wrap it in bubble wrap so it doesn't injure me while I'm learning it, which I very much appreciate. I just think you're such a kind-spirited person, and the way you approach everything just gives me hope for the future. <laughs> I, I definitely think so. And I, and I think – if at any time you are feeling that you need to leave your job or whatever it is, then something new will pop up for you. I think one of my affirmations, and you can totally uh, borrow this, um, one of my main beliefs is any decision I make is the right decision. So there's no regret. There's no what do I need to make. And I always use tarot, actually. I'm like, what happens if I do this? And I pull a card, <laughs> right? And I always That's trust right. that I'm always the right decision, no matter what it is, no matter what the outcome is. Wow. See, now, this I'm a Libra. So for me, everything is about weighing it, weighing it, weighing it, seeing everything from both sides. And as I have heard many times, seeing everything from both sides can lead to paralysis. So, yes, mm-hmm. if I have that kind of an affirmation where any decision I make is the right decision, or the decision I should be making or should have made freeing. I never even thought about it that way. Wow. Give yourself permission to make decisions. Yeah. <laughs> I love that because I hate, you know, I don't want to second guess. <laughs> like, did I do that right? No, it's always right. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's beautiful because people like me, we spend half our lives wondering, well, maybe I should have fill in the blank. And it, you, you start living in the sense of regret over things that you've done that didn't work out. And instead mm-hmm. of looking at that was that step was necessary, then it doesn't have to be the step we take now. And you get to make mm-hmm. a whole new set of decisions. And if you just determine that everything you're doing is correct for yourself and your highest good, then it can't be wrong. I just love yeah. that. I mean, this is why. Mm-hmm. This is why I think you're so amazing. So, oh, thank you. Okay, so, all right. We have talked about, okay, so I want to make sure I get to everything. So, okay, so we've talked about tarot. We've talked about enchanted crystal magic. Get this book. Just do it. Um, Wisdom of the Owls. Get the deck. It's beautiful. I mean, really beautiful. But I want to spend our, our last few minutes together um, talking about your business because I think, it is so important to have magical people discuss the importance of supporting magical businesses and having magical businesses like you do. So please mm-hmm. talk about uh, how people can can uh, uh, learn from you and take your courses especially. Sure. So there's two main programs that we run. So the first one is Activated Business Academy, which is really 
you know, swirling in all of your magic, all of your wisdom, all of your certifications that we all have into a marketable online business and create like a signature program that you can use over and over again to hit your income goals. So I love helping spiritual entrepreneurs discover what they do, who they help, and be a leader in their industry. So a lot of us don't know what our niche is, right? We think Reiki is the niche or we think tarot is the niche. But that's really just what you do. But that's not what you are, who you're helping. And so when we can get really clear on the problem that we're solving with our clients, then they naturally flow in because they need you and they understand what they need you for. So a lot of my clients are really magical and they just don't know how to express that. So that is an Activated Business Academy. Um, and it's not just a business program. We really do help you learn, you know, the mindset, the manifestation, the energy. Because I do believe, like, being a spiritual entrepreneur or having something of your own, like a podcast, it's going to be your deepest spiritual journey. There's so much up and down. And if you don't have the right energetics or the right mindset to support you through it, then you can crash and burn. So not only do we work with business strategies, but also the energetics and the mind magic part of it. Um, we run that maybe a couple times a year, and it's live with Alex and I. So I will be in there live helping you create your business. I think it's very important for the guidance. I, I don't believe that if I just give someone the information, they'll be able to just, like, create it themselves, you know, from do it yourself. That's very hard for online business. Um, the second yeah. program that yeah, – yeah, it is. And I, I, I don't think I could have done it. I don't think I could have done it. That's why. And, and also, this is really structured for spiritual entrepreneurs. I've taken over 25 business programs, and a lot of them weren't for spiritual entrepreneurs. They had – marketing techniques or selling techniques that just won't work for us because we're very different. When you work with magic, when you work with energies, you have to show up and you show up differently from the other entrepreneurs. And so this is specifically designed for spiritual entrepreneurs. Um, uh, the other program that we run is uh, called Awaken Bliss Codes Certification. So my business partner, Alex, and also my co-author with the Hay House Deck, she was actually one of my students two, two to three years ago, and she channeled this inner, new energetic modality that's like, it's like Reiki on steroids, and um, it's these codes from the Galactic from ancient Atlantis times, and she channeled these codes inside of my program. And so we helped her create her, her certification, which she's still running now and making really good money from it. And so we do like to share with our clients that you don't need to sell business or money to make money. It could be spiritual. It could be energy. And Alex is a great example of that. And so um, her certification is to really teach you how to discover who you are and yourself and to use the codes to manifest and to gain deeper spiritual um, insights. So coming together, I think she brings in, you know, um, the spiritual development, and I really do bring in the material development. So we think it's really important for us to access higher consciousness and tap into the spiritual realms and have a spiritual practice, but also be really rooted in the physical world and not ignore it either or. We don't have to go in a cave and, um, and meditate for 10 hours a day anymore, right? And not have money and give up right. all of our possessions. Yeah. But we also don't have to be so obsessed with money and material things that we forget what we are here, what we're incarnated to do here, that we're here to live our mission, to live our purpose. And a lot of our purpose and mission, when you discover that through the Awaken Bliss Code program, is probably helping others. And so that's where the business program comes in, too, because now you can be on your mission, you can be on your purpose and learn to help others while making the money to support you in your life. Just incredible. That's a lot. <laughs> That's amazing. So somebody can just come to you, like almost like a raw material themselves, and and yeah. say to you, yeah. I don't know what my, my I don't know what my purpose is. 
I know yeah. I want to serve the community. I know I want to have a business. I know I want it to be online. I know I want it to be successful. So you can actually take a person like a raw, uh, you know, like almost like clay and help them form themselves is what I'm hearing. Yeah, so um, so most recently we found out because when we, we merged our business a year ago, and what happened was when we're promoting each other's programs, we felt a little bit off, right, because she was now promoting uh-huh. money and business, which she didn't feel completely comfortable in because she's all spiritual. So we work with the Vedic right. astrology, and so she pulled up our charts, and we found the places that tells you what you're here to do. And hers was spiritual communications, and mine was business, luxury, and money. And we were like, wow, we're on our purpose. It was amazing. That's it was awesome. an amazing. Yeah. And so as long as she communicated through spirituality about money and business, it would be okay. And as long as I brought everything back to business and money, it would be okay. And so we've been doing this for our clients and to see what their purpose is and help them create their program out of that. Um, One of our clients, she wanted to be a relationship coach, but she actually just got out of a really bad breakup, and she was starting to have success. But she was like, I can't be a relationship coach because I don't have long-term relationship success. And it was actually in her chart that relationship was one of her purpose. And so we decided, what if she was like the bad breakup coach? That, get, that helps you get dates that don't suck, right? Do you see how it's positioned wow. in a different way? Now she feels authentic yes. because that's what she's been doing, and that's what she's been helping her friends with. And, and so she's actually starting to work with – she's very new. This is like – she only signed up a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, I can niche people in like 20 minutes. <laughs> it's really fun. And, <laughs> and so we create together. Yeah, and so it's just the way that you position yourself and you make sure that you're authentic to you, but it's also really that will sell, right? I want to make sure that your program is going to sell. That's just amazing. So where where can people find you and, and your classes? Yeah, so it's very easy. You can find me on Instagram, Pamela Unicorn. And I post, uh, I post everything. I'm on there all the time in my stories. And um, the links are in my bio in whatever that we are launching. <laughs> cool. Cool. That's amazing. Pamela, you're such a treat. I hope you'll come back for the next thing you write. I would love to have you back on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the Mandarin tree is coming out in May. Oh, great. So we have something to talk about. Okay, great. So I will yeah. hit you up uh, next week, and we will we will figure out a date for that. That sounds amazing. Pamela Chen, you are just wonderful and one of the great teachers of our time, and I really appreciate you so much. Thank you again for coming on. Uh, thank you, and great to meet you both. I really enjoyed our talk today, and thank you, everyone, for listening. All right. You have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you. So, Deborah, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. I'm I'm excited to hear what she had to say and to put it into practice yep. because, as you and I have talked, I'm looking at changing directions and and you know we're gonna yeah. we're gonna both start doing those things that we want to do, right? <laughs> I think so. Well, I mean, but here's the thing: you've given me a lot of encouragement. And, you know, listening to Pamela, um, she is just one of those bright lights, too, that, you know, is a valuable teacher, just as you are. Um, And I'm just fascinated by if you change your mindset, if you tweak your approach even a little bit, things you can seriously manifest so much better and easier and actually get to the life are supposed to be leading and doing the things right. you're supposed to be doing. And if you're doing something that you're meant to do, your soul knows it. Like your spirit yes. knows it, your soul knows it. And, you know, you you sail through life. I mean, nothing is ever perfect, but you definitely have an easier time getting through life if you know your soul's purpose. I think that's very true. So yes, I, yes. again, would encourage everybody 
definitely, if you have the means or the ability uh, to take Pamela's classes, that is fantastic. She is an author, a Reiki master, a healer, an artist, a great person, as you just heard. Um, and I just adore her, so I think you all will adore her too. But anyway, all right, my friend Deborah, thank you so much for coming to hang out with us for this hour. You I really you. appreciate you with all All right, my no love, problem. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.